Welcome to Wednesday, March 14th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. So Sci-Fi has released a documentary titled Krypton, The Making of the Legend. They're going to be airing it tonight. Apparently, I'm assuming it's the same thing on their network tonight at 11 p.m. if you want to check it out. But they released the entire documentary onto YouTube. It's over 22 minutes in length with a bunch of comic book creators. It's described as exploring 80 years of Superman and getting an inside look at Sci-Fi's new show, Krypton. So it's really, it's got a lot about Krypton. Uh, nothing too spoilery, but they show sets, designs, and things like that. And they also get into the history of Superman and some of the characters that are going to be on the show. I was really surprised by this because um, I just, just I just popped it on and was going to watch a couple minutes and then go back to it later. But it was it's really well done, so I decided to watch the whole thing. Um, and this is something that hasn't really been done for DC TV shows in a while. There was one for Legends of Tomorrow. I don't know if any other shows have had one before the show started a full documentary like this. But um, what do you think of it, Zach? Yeah, I think I had the exact same reaction. I thought, oh, I'll just watch a couple minutes, skip around, see if there's anything cool. But I I put it on and just got sucked in and watched the whole thing in one sitting because, like you said, it was really, really well done and a lot of interesting stuff. And I, there's so many of your like favorite comic book creators there talking about, you know, what makes Superman different, what their favorite, like version of superman is or what their first memory of superman is and then we get to go to like the dc comic archive which was really cool to go in the vault and like see action comics number one and map of krypton and all this cool stuff um but yeah i really really liked it like you said not really spoilery but a lot of new scenes and um content that we haven't seen before you see in this documentary which is pretty cool yeah i was surprised by everybody it makes me wonder if they're preparing a longer superman documentary and they just had the talent and, and yeah. use some of this because they had uh david esquire obviously who's part of the show and a bunch of casting crew especially cameron cuff the star got a lot of time but jeff johns jim lee brian michael bendis scott snyder Sneil, neil adams frank miller that's just some of the comic book <laughs> legends really that were there and richard donner director of superman the movie was also there uh for it. it was really cool to see all them talking about Superman and and also Krypton. Yeah, it was just an unbelievable amount of talent, really. Like you said, maybe they are working on something else because it it seems like I don't know. It'd be a hard sell to get all of these people just for the Krypton show, but maybe not. Right. So we won't go line by line for the thing, but we'll talk about some of the things that stood up. There's also two sort of ninety second featurettes. That sci-fi release, Discovering Krypton Beginnings and Epic in Scale. You can check those out. Uh, one thing that stood out to me was due to the details of the designs and set and all the work that went into creating this alien world, David S. Goyer said they had twice as much development time as is normal for a, for a TV show. And that's something we've heard first heard about this back in 2014. And it didn't really, everything, the pilot got shot last year. And now it's finally airing now. Yeah, that's, it's pretty cool to, to hear it but it's also very um evident to see when they show some of the behind the scenes stuff of just how like um, expansive these sets are and also the little details that are in all the sets and everything and they talk about that and how it makes it easier to come onto the set and really get into character because you really feel like you're on krypton and that's really cool that they've got the budget and the time to do that and i'm glad that sci-fi is giving them that that leeway and that creative space to do that because it's going to make the show that much better yeah, absolutely. And we already knew Brainiac, Adam Strange, and some of the those characters that were showing up. And they've mentioned Doomsday and the Hawk people in the past, uh, Hawkman and Hawkwoman. 
And one other thing that David Esquire mentioned surprisingly was Mongol as someone they hope to get to eventually. And so he he emphasizes that they're really, really Adam Strange is just the entry point for what could be a, a massive influx of cosmic characters from DC and a lot of space characters. Yeah, and that's really cool. And that's something that we we kind of theorized about of, you know, having Adam Strange on this show, his his connection to some of these other space characters in the dc universe and it looks like they're going to use that connection and bring bring people in so i'm excited for that and yeah mongol coming in is pretty cool yeah i don't know when <laughs> mongol would probably be be down the line but if they could do a a practical mongol that looks yeah. as as good as what we've seen from brainiac so far i think that would be pretty awesome to see mongol one day yeah so yeah just another thing i'm impressed with everything that sci-fi is putting into this show again we don't we don't know how good it's going to be yet or anything you know it's just, we're still a week away from the pilot but i'm i'm very excited for it and i i like all the attention and care that is being put into it there's even dc is reprinting john burns 1987 world of krypton number one with a new cover and it's got cameron cuff the star on there it's, it's apparently being given out at local comic book shops today so you can get a free copy of that so i i think that's really cool all the the promotion we're starting to get for this is the show's right around the corner. Yeah. And I'll just have to say, like, even if they, they coached him and prepared him a lot, regardless of that, Cameron Cuff has been pretty impressive, especially in this documentary. He's basically leading the whole thing with his, his knowledge of DC and Superman. He really does seem like a big fan and like he knows his stuff. So that's, that's exciting to have the, the central role played by someone who's a big fan. Absolutely. And he's good behind the screen, I guess, uh, talking to people because he, he'd only done theater before. He's probably not used to press, but he, everything he's done so far has been pretty impressive. So yeah, I'm very excited for this and, and very optimistic. Yeah, me too. And this this documentary was just a, a nice surprise because I wasn't expecting something this well done or, you know, 20 minutes of it. So it, it's pretty cool. Yes, I agree. So we also got a question from at Darth Jetta 004 about Adam Strange. And he said, I probably just missed it, but has Adam Strange under a red sun been addressed? I seem to remember that would power up humans. So I I tried to do some research in this, and it seems like there's a lot of conflicting answers. But for the most part, people say no, because the red sun is really low energy. Humans haven't evolved to, you know, have that potential within them the same way that Kryptonians have. And gravity is a lot higher on Krypton. And also there's a 1970s comic book, Muhammad Ali versus Superman, where they go to the red sun to make it a fair fight. And so Superman has like the normal strength that a human would and Muhammad Ali is totally unaffected. So I don't think it's going to do anything, but well, maybe we'll see something. I don't know. But Muhammad Ali had more strength than a normal human would. Yeah, I think, I don't think they'll have Adam Strange have powers or anything most mostly because uh i know david goyer did one issue of starman where they landed on krypton and i don't think there weren't any powers in that it's been a while since i read it usually when people go to krypton there's no special powers or anything like that and i think there were a couple sort of imaginary stories back in the 60s and 70s where characters would go to krypton and would get powers but i don't think any of that was actually in canon or anything like that plus it was a long time ago where uh they didn't really explain anything but wouldn't it, it kind of makes sense wouldn't if superman got stronger on earth wouldn't humans get weaker on krypton right yeah or is that i don't know I, but I'm, I'm just expecting that they'll just have adam strange be normal 
um, yeah. and not have any, any powers or anything like that. But really interesting question. Yeah. Uh, so next up, Linda Carter is going to be honored with a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on April 3rd. So there's a, a few DC people who have been added recently, but she it looks like she's going to be the next uh, the next person to get to her star. Well-deserved. And uh, millennials yeah. know her, of course, as the president on Supergirl. <laughs> uh, most, <laughs> most other people remember her or know of her as Wonder Woman from the 1970s TV show. Oh, a very iconic role for her. Uh, again, good to see that she is getting honored. Uh, Well-deserved and, and overdue, I would say. Yeah, for sure. And then last up today, we have a website question from Sam. Love the show Lucifer. Is the show basically like the comic or is it like arrow in which it has some batman essence so i will i'll I'll start out by saying i'm not a lucifer expert or anything i've read very little lucifer Um, most of what i've read from him was in sandman where he was initially created and from everything i've heard is that it is not like the comic at all in terms of tone and everything like that the the basic premise lucifer gets bored ruling hell wants to come up to earth uh is similar and i know maze and amenadiel they're both from the comics but there's a lot of original characters on the tv show and i think it's uh, the comics very much deal more in the the supernatural world of visiting hell and other realms and all that kind of stuff which the show is touched on a little bit but overall it's quite a bit different and as far as what i know about lucifer um anybody who knows any different feel free to write in and and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's it's quite a bit different. And yeah, I hear a lot of complaints about people who um, like Lucifer from the comics, but feel he's very different, or the show is very different than the the, the original comics. Yeah, because Lucifer, the show, is essentially just a a procedural that sometimes delves into the comic book stuff. Yeah, yeah. So thanks for that question and. Just a reminder, if you if you want a question read on air, you can always reach out to us on Twitter or ask a question on the website at dcdailydrop.com. Yep, so that's all we have for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back tomorrow.